So thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I, I wanted to circle back in, in one of my earlier podcasts where I was talking about failure and dive a little bit deeper into, you know, one of the things that was really seen as a negative in my life that I really feel like has ultimately turned into the reason why I'm successful. And that is that I was diagnosed at a very, very young age as being dyslexic. Um, Now, I've struggled with this because, you know, is it that I just don't have a, a great attention span? Meaning, you know, you know, people say you have attention deficit disorder or I'm dyslexic, or I just have really bad grammar. <laughs> I mean, it, it could go however you want to look at it, but I, I was diagnosed at a, at a very young age, like I had said in a previous podcast. Um, I was, I did fail kindergarten, and I was diagnosed as dyslexic at a very, very young age. Um, and, I, you know, luckily for me, it happened so young. Um, and when you're that young, you don't grasp the gravity, you know, I didn't, my, my mind wasn't mature enough to even understand that that would be considered, um, you know, a disability or a negative or however you want to shape that. Right. Um, so for me, what I understood is that I didn't read as well as other kids. Um, that's probably why I wasn't moving on to the next grade. And that I really needed to pay attention when people talked to me. When the teacher talked, I really needed to pay attention if I was going to retain the information because I wasn't going to be able to read it later. And this knowledge at a young age created two character, um, I don't know the right word, two characteristics of myself that have led me to be successful. Number one, I believe I have developed a unique ability uh, or a unique, or I have overdeveloped my audiovisual skills. Meaning, because I was deficient in my ability to read, I developed a unique ability when someone spoke to me to pay attention very, cl- very closely and pick up on the nuance of their body language, their voice inflection, along with um, what was being said and wasn't what wasn't being said. And this unique ability to communicate on a human to human level and not, you know, read books and have that um, experience to retain knowledge, I also had to seek out a lot more mentors at a very young age and still to this day tend to find mentors to learn something new. Um, If I want to learn a business, if, if still today, if I have a business question, I'll call a CPA, I'll call a lawyer because I'm going to get more information from that human being than I am from a book. Um, And so I believe that I overdeveloped that audiovisual skill and a willingness to be mentored and find mentors. And at every significant point in my life, I've had someone teach me something and I've been able to retain that information like a sponge and embody that 
in my character and go implement it in life versus I'm not someone who tends to read a lot of information and retain it or even go seek that information. Now, I want to be clear because there's a lot of people that have attributed that if you're a successful entrepreneur, you know, you read a book a day, a book a month, a hundred books a month. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not discrediting that, that value. Um, what I am going to say is that I've never stopped being a seeker of knowledge. And in my opinion, I feel like where I do know a lot of people who tend to read a lot, tend to not, don't always take action a lot. They get lost in the consumption of information and not necessarily consuming information to go execute. Where I have a very limited attention span, if I'm looking something up or I'm researching something, I'm researching something so I can take action in something. Um, And I have the ability to find the person with the answer that I need, get that information and take the next step. Where a lot of people that are really good at reading, and I'm not saying it's a negative and that somehow that if you read it's bad, I I think seeking knowledge is an extremely important part of of being successful and continuing to grow. But there is a, I do know a very large portion of people that I've spoken with that tend to consume information and not go do anything with it. They're always reading the next book, the next self-help, the next spiritual thing, the next, you know, new plan that's supposed to take you to the next level and that new book. And they never really execute where I tend to be someone that uh, spends a small amount of time gaining information and then executing. I consider myself a sniper, right? There's people that consume large amounts of information to make a decision. I get the exact information that I need and I move forward and I continue to do that over time. Um, And I digressed a little bit on that one, but I do want to go back to the audio visual skills. So the reason why I was extremely successful in one of my previous podcasts, I told a story about how I was chosen to be uh, the commanding officer of a military school. If you listen to that previous podcast, that podcast is about failure. So if you didn't and you want to go back and listen, it will set up, it will explain this a little bit better. Um, and the reason why I was elected, in my opinion, to be the commanding officer of that military school was not because I was the most disciplined student. It was not because I was the most militant person in the school. It was because of my ability during the interviewing process to understand when the the directors of the school were asking me a question, my human to human communication skills were at a greater rate than the majority of the kids I was with because I had relied on that skill as a survival mechanism. I didn't go read any information people gave me. I had to rely on what was being said and the human to human interaction I was having on a daily basis. So when people asked me a question, I knew the answer to the question based on who asked it, what they were asking, 
the tone that they were asking and the direction they were trying to lead me in the question. My ability to auto, auto, audibly, auto, I don't know. <laughs> I totally messed that up. My auto, audio skills and visual skills in this moment were advanced because of my dyslexia. Because at the age of kindergarten told you don't read well, I really paid attention to when people spoke to me. I really focused in on when people were communicating with me directly because I was so nervous that I couldn't read that I really had to pay attention and I overdeveloped this skill from the age of kindergarten to now I'm 17 years old, right? Now, fast forward into my career, what was I great at? I was great at sales, marketing, and business development. One of my unique skills was my ability to understand what the CEO of a company wanted and needed and my ability to feed back to them and regurgitate what they had just said to me and put it in my words, but show that I understood what they meant. And in business and, and, and then take that ability and go communicate it to employees, to sales teams, to management teams. And that unique ability positioned me in business at a very young age to be moved up very quickly because it was my ability to communicate. And then my ability to go communicate with employees what the owner wanted and needed created a unique position for me in life that allowed me access to very successful people to learn from them at a very, very young age. Combining that with my natural ability to seek out a mentor and to let people actually mentor me, to let them actually teach me and to absorb the information and that human to human interaction that I had that I needed to develop because of my lack of ability to read as well as others. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I am illiterate and I cannot read. Um, I'm not going to make it sound like I'm you know, disproportionately disadvantaged over other people. But anyone that's ever read an Instagram post that I actually wrote realizes I leave out words and have poor grammar. Um, that's why I don't, I usually write it out, send it to my, believe it or not, my 21 year old nephew who manages my social media, um, and usually cleans it up for me and puts it out there. And he actually told me he just uses Grammarly, but anyways, um, he at least takes the time to do it, um, and clean it up. So I'm not illiterate. I, I can read, I can write, I can function. I don't want to paint a picture of me that I'm in this unbelievably disadvantaged way, but the understanding that my reading and comprehension was not at the level as other kids at a very young age forced me down this path. Um, consciously or unconsciously, I chose to focus on overcompensating for my lack of ability in another place. And, and the reason I want to share this is so many people have a similar experience. You know, so many people that you see become bodybuilders were skinny and they were made fun of. So they overcompensated by coming, becoming a, um, 
a, a bodybuilder. So many girls that were made fun of and told they were ugly end up growing up to be supermodels because they've now overcompensated. So we all do it in our own unique way. The key is to find it and do it in a positive way and understand it as that's your gift. You know, I joke all the time and tell people that dyslexia is my superpower because I would never have been the successful business person that I am. My unique ability, um, and I, I won't claim that I'm better than anyone else or anything, but I do have a unique ability in sales, marketing, and business development. I have a unique ability to know what people want before they tell me they want it because I can pick up on the nuance of human communication when they're speaking to me. My best uh, sales pitches are when I'm in the moment meeting a client and once I understand what they want and need, my ability to give them that, my ability to solve that for them in the moment really is my superpower. That has what over the course, I've, I've been in the business world since I was 18. I'm now 39. You're talking 21 years now. Uh, that has what has always given me the advantage in jobs, in sales, and in my own business is my ability to pick up on that nuance of human-to-human -human communication based on being told I was dyslexic, I'm not going to read well. So I then had to focus on when people spoke to me and also had me seek out mentors. If you look at what does social media promote the most of now, it's that we all need a mentor, right? Like going to college is not going to make you successful. I, due to just a survival instinct, naturally gravitate toward, towards mentors at a very young age. I didn't need to be told. And now all those people that are seeking mentors went to college, finished their degree, but now they need to learn how to do it in the real business world. They're all seeking a mentor. And that is all these coaches. That's really a mentor. Someone that's going to coach you in business. Someone that's going to life coach you. Someone that's going to be your business coach in any field that you look at. That's really a mentor who's saying, hey, I've done it. I've been successful and now let me show you how to do it, right? So I naturally seeked that out. Um, and so that's my, that's my thing. Everybody has that thing that they've overcompensated for in their life in some way at some point. Um, and I wanted to share that as my experience because a lot of people know me um, as a successful business person, as a very intelligent person. And I'm able to present myself as an online marketing nerd, very intelligent, but it is stemming from an overcompensation in another area where at the end of the day, I was told I'm deficient in some way. And therefore I overdeveloped these other skills that have led me to be successful. And, um, you know, that, that I think everybody does, everybody has it, um, and I, I think I just wanted to share my experience um, on my side and how I've gotten to where I'm at and understand that sometimes I can paint a very rosy picture and I've learned to deal with it to where I don't really feel it affects me. What I've learned to do is to try to let other people edit and read my stuff um, and understand that 
I'm not great at that and I need help with that and that's okay. And I do let my, literally my 21 year old nephew, uh, proofreads all of my social media posts <laughs> and post them for me, believe it or not. Um, and that that's okay for me because I excel in other stuff and I hope that this gives someone some some sense of understanding into their own insight of their own life and maybe where they're deficient but they've overcompensated and how to view it as a positive because I don't view it as a negative at all for my life um, I wouldn't want to live any other way to be honest with you um, the unique skill that has developed because of that one deficiency has made my life greater than you probably could imagine. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. So I don't want to go on too long and, and drag this out. I, I think I made my point. And, um, once again, thank you anyone that made it to the end and listened to this. I always love your feedback. Um, you know, any social media, if you can send me a message, leave me a review. Tell me what you think of the podcast. It's, it's always greatly appreciated to get feedback.